Hello and welcome. My name is Roger Quayle, and you are listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Gig 2 Bebop Deluxe and John Cooper Clark. Sheffield City Hall, 13th of February. 1978. Tickets bought 7th of January. BBC Sight and Sound in Concert watched on telly and taped off the radio 4th of February. New album Drastic Plastic bought 11th of February. I'm ready for this. Bebop Deluxe are my favourite band. Ever since hearing the two-minute, 30-seconds proto-punk rush of Made in Heaven on John Peel a couple of years ago, I have adopted this band like no other before. Modern music was top of my Christmas 76 wish list. I've got live in the air age and I've borrowed and taped Axe Victim, Futurama and Sunburst Finish. I have the Hot Valve EP and their only hit single to date, Ships in the Night. In short, I am a fan. But why Bebop Deluxe? A polished prog-pop hybrid with a wink of glam. I have a weakness for records that sound expensive. Christmas 75 had brought Queen's A Night at the Opera, apparently the most costly album ever recorded, and Bebop's airbrushed tales of airships, seagulls and science fiction are sonic catnip to a high-fidelity stereophonic aficionado like me. It's also provincial pride. Bebop Deluxe have songs like Adventures in a Yorkshire Landscape and Mill Street Junction. Northern songs, one foot in the fallout shelter, the other in the coal bunker. Their leader, Bill Nelson, comes from Wakefield, just 25 miles up the M1. We're practically neighbours. But the main reason I love Bebop Deluxe more than any other band is nobody else at school likes them. They are my band. Everybody loves Bowie, Roxy, Pink Floyd, Alex Harvey even. But no one really cares about little old Bebop Deluxe. No one, except me and Brent. Brent lives up the road from me. A year younger, he's a puppyish Paul McCartney, who's a huge hit with the girls. Brent has young, with-it parents, Barbara and George. We're on first-name terms. And we spend a lot of time in their front room, listening to Dark Side of the Moon, Every Picture Tells a Story, Venus and Mars, and Bebop Deluxe. We've blagged our way into Stardust at the local flea pit, and this cautionary tale of lesbians, LSD, and a pre-Dallas Larry Hagman ruining poor David Essex has me already dreaming of a career in the music business. Brent's even gone on record with his love of Bebop Deluxe. Bill Nelson makes music in Dreamland, in elegant permanent marker, on the wall of the school changing rooms in Longley Park. To me, this is a great deal more eloquent than, say, Bowie rules OK, or indeed, Mott. So we're in the Grand Circle at Sheffield City Hall. I've been here before with school for speech days, but this is different. Lots of loon-clad lads, denizens in denim and greatcoats, lots of sewn-on patches, Lizzie, UFO, Rush, Northern Rock. 
Paper darts arc through the warm fog of beery farts and players number six, as the apparently random mating cries of the rock male. Wally! Albatross! Pierce the Merc. I've bought the tour programme. This contains lots of pictures of the band on tour in America, which Bill himself has pretentiously captioned. Thus, a cabin Polaroid of an airliner wing at 30,000 feet becomes the sword of Perseus falling from a pink pale heaven. Suddenly, we're distracted as a stick insect in a Sue Rider shop suit stalks on stage clutching a plastic bag. This is John Cooper Clark, and the lads already hate him. The cheapo shades, spiky hair and punky countenance, before he's even sung a note. Undeterred, he digs into the bag, pulls out a notebook and, leaning into the mic, starts to read a poem. This is unexpected. Recent guests on Bebop Deluxe Tours have been Steve Gibbons, Burlesque and Doctors of Madness, proper warm-up groups. In Sheffield, the only poets anyone knows in 1978 are Pam and Cyril Fletcher with his odd odes on That's Life. Suddenly, hands that were hoping for a few practice chords on air guitar are flicking V-signs as a bellicose barrage rains down. Undeterred, John Cooper Clark presses on. Readers' Wives, Kung Fu International, I Married a Monster from Outer Space, and You'll Never See a Nipple in the Daily Express, all delivered with Gatling gun intensity. He is quite brilliant, a mordant Mancunian wit who puts the rude in erudite and the rye in ribald? Down in the stalls, the dandruff dunderheads are confused. This winkle-picking, drain-piped punk rocker in front of them is the enemy, but he's got them in stitches. The reaction is a mixture of mirth and mouthy disapproval, sometimes from the same person. Enter the dragon! Exit Johnny Clark! And with that, he is gone, the Transpennine Raider happy with an away point. Was there ever a more sensible rock band than Bebop Deluxe? The Ivy League suits that grace the cover of modern music have gone. Bill Nelson stands before us, gold-tipped Chelsea boots, cheekbones you could grate Wensleydale on, the thin white Duke of York. Much of the band's initial success was based on Nelson's prowess as a nascent guitar hero. Album titles like Axe Victim and Sunburst Finish have reinforced this image. But it's 1978, and as a keen sci-fi fan, Bill is no doubt aware of H.G. Wells' maxim, Adapt or Perish. So it's he who's personally invited John Cooper Clark to open for them, and in case we hadn't noticed, the new album is called Drastic Plastic. To further emphasise the newness, we have songs called New Precision and New Mysteries. Love in Flames, Possession and the clunky Super Enigmatics are all flecked with new wave foam. Shorter songs with fewer solos and more synths. He's trying to push the envelope, but the audience aren't sure. They've marked the envelope, return to Fender. A desolate ballad, Islands of the Dead, is dedicated to Sheffield Wednesday striker Roger Wilde, which makes half the room happy. It's odd, hearing a delicate artiste like Nelson mention football, like finding out Albert Camus was a useful goalie, or Jean Cocteau had a season ticket at Stade Saint-Germain. New songs give way to older favourites. This band are technically gifted, 
more chops than Jewers the Butchers. And by the time we get to Blazing Apostles, with its extended funk rock workout, the City Hall is rocking. The encore, a crunching romp through Purple Haze, seals the deal. Bill plays all his best Hendrix licks, and 2,000 happy souls spank their invisible planks, swaying denim daffodils lost in reverie somewhere between Barker's Pool and the ballrooms of Mars. Thirty minutes later, a still buzzing huddle has gathered around the stage door, waiting for Bill Nelson. I'm nearest when he eventually appears, pen and programme at the ready. Bill, will you sign this for me, please? He takes my pen and signs my programme. He keeps my pen. Brent and I wander back down Fargate to catch the number 76 bus back home. It's half term, no school tomorrow. Bill Nelson has my pen. And all is right with the world. Thank you for listening. Please join me again for another story from My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. This is Roger Quayle saying goodbye and thanks a lot. Thank you.